We're back. We're back. It's been two Yay. weeks. We Linda have. Cook, how are you? I am well. I'm delighted to see you, my friend. I'm, I'm delighted to see you. Last, last, last week, we were supposed to be here, and uh, the gremlins got inside the system and uh, chewed up the inside of the computer. Well, that was the week before last. Last week was a storm. Oh, yeah, you're right. The storm. And last I was off. Was storm. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you know, were off. So the, the thing about that storm was. I saw it coming in. I was coming back from the car dealer after getting my car worked on, and I was driving back, and I was like, oh, wow, that's like really nasty storm coming. So I took a picture of it while I was driving, of course. And and then I got home, and I, you know, like, I was my first day on my vacation. It's like, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> so, you know, I, my wife called me. She's like, oh, my God, is it hit there yet? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, any trees down? I'm like, I don't know. I was taking a nap. <laughs> I, I slept through the Draco. That's just the way. Wow. Yeah. I would have if the if the uh, the lights hadn't gone off, but yeah, they did, and then yeah. they stayed off, and and then I didn't have any internet, and I couldn't use my phone, and it you know I'm not complaining because our electricity was off for only probably twenty twenty two hours. I am talking to people who were without power for six days. Yeah, we had a mere three days, but we have a generator. A generator, so, though, yeah. Yeah, so that worked out good. Cool. Um, so do we, are any of our movies this week revolve around power outages? Or no, storms? no. Uh, no. Actually, they don't. Okay. But so I, I, the, one of the movies we're going to talk about was is the uh, Sinatra All or Nothing at All documentary, which was excellent. It I, was. I watched Let's start with parts. that. Let's start what? with that. Want to start with that one? Sure, let's start with that one. We both saw this, by the way, right? Right. So, excuse me. Um, uh, what am I doing here? I'm getting phone calls now. I thought I knew Sinatra. I mean, I'm a fan. I saw Sinatra. I saw Sinatra when he was what, what was at what then was the Mark of the Quad Cities. Right. And it's one of those moments I remember in my life because... I remember thinking, this is it. I will not be able to see him again. You know, this is, this is, you wax and wane in a career. These were his waning years. Yeah. But it didn't matter to me. I was seeing this icon in front of me. Before he got here, I interviewed his son, which, you know, he's band leader. And that was cool, too, just to talk to him. And I remember thinking, what would it be like to be in his shadow? What would that be like? Well, you get kidnapped. You get kidnapped if you're Frank Jr. That's right. If you're Frank Jr., not Nancy. Yeah, they get it. They get into that in the movie or they in the do. documentary. Uh, yes, you're exactly right. Uh, I grew up in a household where uh, Sinatra was king. Uh, my father was a jazz drummer. Uh, grew up with big band music. And uh, Sinatra was when you wanted to cheer dad up. Uh, if dad uh, didn't look, you know, you kind of gotten a vibe from dad. He wasn't feeling all that great. He wasn't in a good mood. You just went over and grabbed one of the Sinatra albums out of the uh, out of the stack and put on put a Sinatra album on, and he would instantly he'd come out. He he just it would just reprogram him instantly. Oh, awesome. Um, and so, which ones uh, did he like the best? Which music? Which song? Uh, I like the the stuff that he did at Capitol, which is a little bit more upbeat and and not as um, 
uh, I, I guess sad would be a good well, way. Well, right. It, I always think the capital years is a little bit more jazz influenced. Right. A little bit. And then, because I have both collection, of course, I have the Warner Reprise or however you pronounce that, I have those right. and Capital. And um, the there was a, you're right, a sadness, kind of a torch song quality right. to some of his later work. Right. The, 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 the count, his live album, uh, Count Basie, with Count Basie at the Sands, and I think it's 68. Yep. 68, is the best one of the best live recordings of a concert ever made. I can listen to it. I listen to it all the time. It, it is just a fabulous insight into what it would be like to go see Frank Sinatra because they leave his shtick in um, where he talks to the audience and he and he tells some jokes and he talks about Sammy Davis Jr. and and uh, Dean Martin, the Rat Pack, and yeah. the Rat Pack, and it's just it's. Uh, it's, a, it's a fabulous, it's a fabulous concert. But the the thing about this movie that everybody should know is that it's designed and built around the 1971 farewell concert. Now he had he had was tired, his record sales were waning. He wasn't the coolest guy in the room anymore, um, and he'd been in the business since he was 16 years old or 15 right. years old. That skinny so was, for Hoboken, I think. Yeah. Right, and he was tired, and he. So he had his final concert, and the final concert is a set list of 13 songs, which he picked, which is the story of his life. And so the documentary makers, filmmakers, built his story on top of his set list and play long clips. The, the movie is actually longer uh, because they actually let you hear him sing. Yes, they're not um, clips. They let it go right. on. They let the tunes go on. Right. right. And then, and I thought one of the most interesting things was his son, Frank Jr., would refer to him in a professional sense as Sinatra. And then when he was telling a personal story, he referred to him as dad. Dad, yeah. And they, That's, and they actually, is- yeah, they asked, the, they asked Frank Jr., uh, why, like, they figure out that he's doing it, and they actually, for the sake of the audience, ask him the question, why you're doing this? And he's like, out of respect for my father's career. He's Sinatra. He's not dad. When he's dad, he's dad. And when he's Sinatra, he's Sinatra. And I thought that was in- incredibly interesting. Me too. Um, and the, the politics thing, I, did, I never knew. I knew that he was a Kennedy supporter. I never knew that he supported Nixon. Me neither. And that was, um, that was real interesting to me. And I thought that there, the, the reasoning of some of the people that interviewed was the fact that he was so pissed off at the Kennedys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll get back they at you. on their deals. Right. Uh, especially what they did to Sammy Davis Jr. Um, he decided the best way to stick it to the Kennedys was politically, and he supported Nixon. Yep. Um, it's really interesting. I really thought this was, I thought I knew Sinatra. I mean, I've read books about him, listened to him for all my life and, and read, you know, here and there by bio- a little bit of a biography online or something, but this is really in depth. And I think it's a, a really well-rounded look at him. Warts and yeah, all. Because it, it talks about his anger um, and his infidelities. And yes. um, he was hardly a perfect person. Um, but I understand my dad being born in 24, Sinatra was born in 15, 1915, I think. Anyway, and so, so when Sinatra was hitting it, you know, that was when my dad was, was wearing, you know, 
the 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 suits and the the uh, pla or not plaid pants, but the pleated pants and white bucks and and going to dances and and, and you can understand how much of an icon and how much influence um, Sinatra had on the culture. Um, and so you, I understand more so why my dad, uh, that was his guy. Sinatra was his guy. So um, anyway, that's, that's the, it was an interesting insight to, uh, it, for me, it was also an insight to my, the, my dad and the, and, the, and his musical tastes uh, throughout his life. Oh, and the, the funniest story though about Sinatra and my dad has, he, he had, he was in the nursing home at the end and they had warehoused him in this nursing home out by two night by uh, 294 in like wheeling or someplace. And um, he uh, was, he wasn't very communicated. He didn't communicate much. He communicated a little bit with people who he knew, uh, he was in an early dementia. He was in an advanced dementia state. Uh, and this nursing home had a lot of Jamaican nurses who had no idea anything about Frank Sinatra. One of the things we discovered for my dad that comforted him was to put uh, a CD on and put headphones on him. And then he could listen to Sinatra. And it calmed him down. He mm -hmm. would just sit there and, you know, he might even snap his fingers or he might sing along. Well, I while I was gone one time and I came back and the nurses were all very nervous. And um, I, I'm like, what's the matter? And he goes, is your father okay? Uh, essentially, they asked me if my father okay with black people. And I'm like, as far as I know, he is. I don't, why are you asking me this? Well, because when we're in the room, he keeps yelling witchcraft. Which is he's singing to the song? Singing to the song. Oh, I'm like, oh, that. And I grab, went over and picked up the CD case, and I said, "It's a song that he's listening to. It has nothing to do." Oh with the dear! Fact. And they all burst out laughing, and they thought it was absolutely hilarious. But it was, you know, here are these Jamaican nurses who'd never, uh, you know, uh, they'd never heard the song before, and here's this old white guy with a short haircut right? Uh, singing poorly. My father was a poor singer as I, am I. So he's singing along uh, and all they hear is witchcraft. <laughs> so it freaked them out. So I, I've always thought that was funny. They, it's they, a great story. They, once I extor once I explained it to them, they were fine with it. Okay. So enough about Sinatra. Uh, we both I totally it. recommend it. It's two parts. It's, I wrote this down. It's 118 minutes is the first part and 127 right. minutes. Um, so it's not, you're going to watch some Sinatra, uh, get some Jack Daniels and enjoy. There you go. Put on, put on your tux and that's right. Up a little bit. Maybe a fedora. I, I know you got like my fedora for this. So what do you got for me, Linda? Uh, waiting for the barbarians, which, um, is a very, grim movie. I wasn't too sure how it would unfold because I knew Johnny Depp was in it and I knew Mark Rylance was in it. Um, Mark Rylance is, is one of those undersung character actors. It's been around for a long time. He's in his, I think he's in his sixties and he was in bridge of spies and it was either nominated or won 
the Academy Award for that. He's a very, very good actor. Did he so, play the spy? Yes. Yes, he won the Academy Award. Yes, I, uh, yes. Yep. And he, in this, he plays a, a sort of a governor at an outpost uh, in the past somewhere um, in, in a desert area. And he's very, very forgiving. He's, he makes decisions, you know, someone stole someone's pig or chicken or whatever. And he's, he's really good with the indigenous, the people who live around this outpost. Until Johnny Depp's commander rides in, and he's got—it's kind of neat. He's got this, this sun, these sunglasses that look like a prop from Edward Scissorhands. They really do. They're like a pair of scissors with the round part down here, and he's very creepy looking. And you can tell that Johnny Depp does not approve of this man's good relations with people around him. And he begins to call them barbarians. And he begins to talk about getting information from them by any means. And then the torture begins. And the killing begins. And Rylance's character is powerless to do anything about this. He knows how wrong it is. It's about the abuse of power. It's about otherness. The others, how people see some people. Um, it's a morality tale and it's not easy to watch very adult i believe it's unrated but it certainly would be rated r if it had a rating um it made my blood run cold a couple of times it is based on a book i have not read the book but um it made a profound effect on me i uh impact on me and i gave it three and a half stars because i think we need to watch, even though this is fiction, I think we need to watch these movies about power and about how it's misused and the fear we have of people we consider to be unlike us. It's um, There's also a romantic thread that runs through this. I think it's a great story. And if you like Johnny Depp and if you like Mark Rylance and want to see some great acting, this is for you, but be forewarned, it's not easy to watch. Okay. It sounds like something that I would enjoy. I think so. I really do. And I forget the third one we were going to talk about. It just evaporated from my head. But uh, Tangled? Tangled. Tangled. It's, it's, but it's not really a movie. This is cool. This is a little gift for anybody watching. And all you have to do is Google uh, Linda Cook Tangled Cruise, the word C-R-U-I-S-E, and my review will pop up. So what Disney did, and it's utterly brilliant was to film a cruise line production of Tangled, which is a musical, a Disney musical. I mean, this is written by professional songwriters. Alan Menken wrote at least two or three of the songs in it. It's just amazing. The way it's staged, you can't believe it's on a ship, on a cruise ship, but they have it on YouTube for free. It's an hour long. Why not enjoy it with your family? It is utterly delightful. Tangled is one of my favorite Disney movies, and it sticks to that, of course, the story, but it adds a lot of songs. And they're, they're fantastic. They're great dance numbers. The special effects just blew me away, and I may watch it again. I just love this. If you want to have an hour where your family is engaged, something you can talk about later, and wait till you see the horse. There's a horse in this, 
that's a puppet. And it's one guy within this mechanized costume. And it's utterly, utterly artistic and charming. Just fun. Watch it. As no, soon as I, we're I done here, it, go watch it. I have taken my fair share of cruises. And uh, I'm always kind of surprised when the show is really good. And I don't know why, because these are actual, like, paid. I mean, it's not like they went and they asked people in the audience to come up and perform. Right. I mean, you know, these are these are professional people who went to drama school or music school or whatever. Um, but I'm always amazed that when it's a little bit of a rough sea and they're on stage dancing and I've never seen anybody slide off stage, but um, it's not, I can't imagine the stages and, you know, the stages are getting bigger and bigger as the ships get bigger, but it's still, you know, you're on a moving boat folks performing song and dance. So that requires athleticism. It does. It does. It does. It's not like the reggae band that's up on on uh, up on deck, which is, you know, they take their breaks and, uh, well, let's face it, they smoke a little weed on the side of the ship. And <laughs> I don't know anything about I've that. Seen it it times. Yes, yes, no. It's those are the five most popular guy on the whole trip. Is the five guys <laughs> in the reggae band? No, seriously. I don't know if they regulate that more, but they. Uh, Back in the day, I witnessed it more than once. But anyway, somebody gave us a, there was an angry emoji. Angry emoji. How could you give us an angry emoji, folks? Why are you mad at us? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's, it's, Feel it's free to ask us emoji. questions, though. Feel free to ask us questions. That's right. You've, but we've never had a scowling emoji. I we know. Maybe, maybe it had to do with the storm. Oh, uh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, see, you're a good know. person. See how you think about things? You just, like, you found the positive in this. You're like my wife. Trying to. It might not be there. I, yeah, I've been in the, I've been in the, well, you've been in the business longer than I have, but it's amazing how quickly we can go cynical, having been in the You can. You can, you can spiral down into cynicism pretty easily, but I, I try not to, but I'm not saying I don't do it. I do sometimes. <laughs> Linda, always a pleasure. Back at Absolutely. You. I, I, my Mondays are not complete if I uh, don't get to talk to you about the movies. Well, and even if fun. we're uh, not on uh, on the YouTube or the Facebook or the Internet, I will always uh, be coming to you for for movie review uh, help. I'll always be need. there. As long as there are movies, I'll be there. I swear. All right, kiddo. All right. Thanks, Thanks so a lot, Todd. Thank you for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.